the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 30th of November, let's begin with updates from the city. Congress members in Karnataka are in the process of appointing legislators to pivotal roles in state boards and corporations. However, disputes among leaders have emerged regarding the selection procedure. Home Minister G. Parmeshwar expressed his lack of involvement, while CM Siddharamaya clarified that consultations with leaders hadn't begun. Congress General Secretary Randeep Singh Surjewala discussed this matter with the state leadership aiming to resolve differences. In other headlines, amid a surge in respiratory ailments among children in China, Karnataka's health department cautioned the public about airborne communicable diseases. The advisory highlighted risks for vulnerable groups like infants, the elderly, pregnant women and immunocompromised individuals. It attributed the rise in respiratory illnesses among children to common causes like flu, mycoplasma, pneumonia and SARS-CoV-2. The advisory emphasized symptoms and preventive measures urging hygiene, distancing and avoidance of crowded areas or high-risk zones. In some more news, Karnataka's opposition leader R. Ashoka alleged financial bankruptcy within the state government, stressing the depletion of funds for essential tasks. He disclosed plans for the BJP to demand a detailed white paper on the state's financial status during the Belagavi session. Ashoka accused the Congress-led government of implementing guarantees haphazardly, leading to an empty treasury and preventing aid to drought-affected farmers. Up next, Revenue Minister Krishna Bayre Gowda unveiled initiatives to boost land records digitization, revealing over 9.3 lakh applications for Bagheer Hukum land regularization. Plans involve digitizing cultivation records, committee proceedings and introducing a mobile app called eJamabandi. This app aims to monitor land availability at the village accountant level and enhance administrative efficiency set to launch next year. Now on to other news, US chipmaker AMD unveiled its largest global design centre in Bengaluru, expanding research and engineering operations in India. The campus named Technostar aims to host 3,000 engineers focusing on semiconductor tech including AI, machine learning and 3D stacking. This initiative is part of AMD's $400 million investment in India over five years. AMD's top officials, including CTO Mark Papermaster, were present, emphasizing the center's role in developing cutting-edge CPUs, GPUs and SOCs for various applications. Moving on, French Ambassador to India, His Excellency Thierry Matteau, presented the Légion d'Honneur to Dr. V.R. Lalitambika, an Indian space research organization, ISRO scientist, recognized for fostering space collaboration between France and India. Lalitambika acclaimed for expertise in launch vehicle technology and leadership in ISRO's human spaceflight program, facilitated significant agreements between CNES and ISRO, enabling specialist exchanges and astronaut training initiatives between the two countries' space agencies. Meanwhile, the iconic new Krishna Bhavan nestled in Malishwaram buzzed with loyal patrons recently amid news of its closure after December 6. Social media uproar followed as the property, a culinary landmark since 1954, has shifted hands to a jewellery chain for a commercial venture. Renowned for its unique Mangaluru cuisine, the eatery also held cultural significance, offering consultations and pioneering zero-waste practices in Bangalore's hospitality industry. On a different note, unboxing Bangalore Habba's inaugural edition kicked off with the Bullock Art Parade at Dodapete Square. 
running from December 1st to 11th, the festival encompasses diverse events spanning arts, literature, culture, food, heritage and technology. It aims to position Bengaluru as a two-week arts and culture hub, inspired by global events like the Edinburgh Festival Fringe. The festival offers fitness sessions, musical events and local talent showcases while organizing street carnivals in six localities. National News Moving on to the national news. After the 41 workers were rescued from Uttarakhand's tunnel collapse, doctors airlifted them to Rishikesh's Ames despite their stable condition at a local health centre. Chief Medical Officer RCS Panwar affirmed their good physical and mental health, confirming ongoing observation. The workers, saved after 17 days, were brought out individually and assisted by rat hole miners. Challenges persisted during the rescue operation due to fresh debris collapses and machine malfunctions. Meanwhile, the Ministry of Home Affairs established a tribunal under the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act UAPA, led by Justice Sanjay Kumar Mehdi from Guwahati High Court to assess the potential banning of Meitei extremist organizations in Manipur. Nine such groups were recently banned for engaging in sectionist, subversive and violent activities, including attacks on security forces, police and civilians aiming to secede Manipur from India. In more news, representatives from nearly 70 global South nations, including Chief Justices, Judges and Law Ministers unveiled three pivotal documents including the New Delhi Principles on the Role of Judiciary in Ensuring Equal Access to Justice for All in the Global South, the inaugural regional conference orchestrated by the NALSA and headed by Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachud aimed to fortify legal aid systems with a focus on leveraging technology and enhancing legal awareness. Shifting our focus, the Union Cabinet deliberated on the terms of reference for the 16th Finance Commission, reaching partial consensus but deferring the appointment of its chairperson and members, according to anonymous officials. An announcement about the Cabinet's decisions is anticipated soon. This commission, with a five-year tenure from 2026 to 27, is crucial for tax revenue allocation and equalizing public services among states. Similar to the distinctive approach of its predecessor, the 15th Finance Commission, chaired by N.K. Singh. In a general weather update for the country, the IMD upgraded the low-pressure area over the southeast bay of Bengal and South Andaman Sea to a well-marked low-pressure system, cautioning about its development. Predicted to progress west-northwest, it's likely to intensify into a depression by December 1st and further into cyclonic storm Mishong over the southwest bay of Bengal within 48 hours. The IMD forecasted rainfall and warned fishermen to avoid affected areas. International news. Turning our attention to international news, the Biden administration has concluded a trial run for a paperless visa, hinting at the potential end of visa stamps on passports for U.S. visa applicants. This initiative, recently tested in Dublin's U.S. mission, awaits broader implementation over the next 18 months or more. Julie Stuft, Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for Visa Services, expressed excitement about this development, hoping it will eventually apply to Indian nationals too. In ongoing news, Turkish President Tayyip Erdogan urged UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres to hold Israel accountable for alleged war crimes in Gaza. The call preceded a UN Security Council meeting discussing Israel's actions in Gaza. Erdogan highlighted Israel's violations of international law, emphasizing the need for accountability. Turkey condemning the attacks plans to send its foreign minister to the UN meeting and join discussions on Gaza's situation, with Muslim countries seeking a two-state resolution. 
In a recent development, Japan's space agency faced a summer cyber attack potentially accessing sensitive space-related data as per a Kyodo news report. The attack revealed to JAXA by the police in autumn was initially reported by the Yomiuri newspaper. JAXA was unaware of the breach until police intervention. Reuters couldn't immediately reach a JAXA spokesperson for comment regarding the incident. In some other news, a Virgin Atlantic flight fueled solely by sustainable aviation fuel completed a London to New York journey, emphasizing low-carbon options in aviation. Despite its showcase, the industry struggles with SAF's limited availability and higher costs compared to traditional fuel, constituting less than 0.1% of global jet fuel. The flight, carrying few passengers, demonstrates a potential while the aviation sector aims to reduce emissions. Business News Let's now look at some business stories. The BSC hit a historic milestone as the collective market worth of listed companies surpassed USD 4 trillion, driven by an optimistic equity market. BSE's benchmark Sensex surged 305.44 points to 66,479.64, leading to a market capitalization of 3 crores 33 lakhs 26,881.49 crore rupees, equivalent to USD 4 trillion, at an exchange rate of 83.31. This achievement aligns with a year-to-date rally of 9.10%. In more business news, Charles Munger, Warren Buffett's steadfast ally and counterpart for nearly six decades, driving Berkshire Hathaway Inc.'s transformation from a struggling textile manufacturer to an empire, has passed away at 99. Munger, a key figure in Berkshire's success, died in a California hospital. Buffett credited him for the company's growth, lauding Munger's wisdom and involvement. Together, they fostered Berkshire's remarkable annual gains, earning them iconic status in investing. Next up in some tech news, Elon Musk's social media venture, X, faces a potential loss of up to $75 million in ad revenue by year-end, as per a New York Times report. Major brands following Musk's backing of an anti-Semitic post, like Disney and Warner Brothers, have halted campaigns. X countersued Media Matters over defamation claims. Over 200 advertisers, including Apple and Coca-Cola, paused or considered pausing ads amid escalating hate speech concerns. Despite excess revenue risks and fluctuations, it hasn't addressed Reuters' inquiry yet. Moving on, Alipay, the Chinese payments entity, initiated a $400 million accelerated book build to divest its holding in Indian food delivery titan Zomato, as per Wednesday's deal outline. The move follows Reuters' disclosure that Alipay intended to sell its 3.4% Zomato stake through block deals on Indian stock exchanges, signalling the company's efforts to offload its shares in the prominent Indian food delivery firm. In market news for today, the Sensex surged 673.80 points or 1.02% increase, reaching 66,848. The Nifty climbed 191.70 points, marking a 0.96% rise, settling at 20,081.40. Among the stocks, 1,678 rose, 1,524 fell, and 97 remained unchanged during this trading session. The Indian rupee saw a 0.04% increase boosted by favourable domestic market conditions and consistent foreign institutional investor inflows over the last three sessions. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world, the release for Ayan Mukherjee's War 2 has been unveiled, set for Independence Day weekend in 2025. Hrithik Roshan's fans await the sequel, previously rumoured to star junior NTR as the antagonist. Taran Adarsh confirmed the date, revealing that War 2 will be the sixth installment in YRF's spy universe, expanding with Alia Bhatt and Deepika Padukone reportedly joining the spy series in upcoming films. 
In news from Hollywood, at the conclusion of the 54th IFFI in Goa, veteran Hollywood figure Michael Douglas received the Satyajit Ray Lifetime Achievement Award. The 79-year-old actor expressed being humbled, acknowledging the festival's significance amid current global events. He emphasized cinema's unifying power and its role in transcending barriers. Iranian film Endless Borders won Best Film, exploring complex borders amid emotional and moral turmoil. The festival also marked India's efforts to boost global film collaborations. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, director Prashant Neel has confirmed that his upcoming film Salar Part 1 will unfold a story so extensive that it requires two films for its complete narration, unlike his previous film KGF. Starring Prabhas, Neel emphasizes the uniqueness of Salar's narrative, highlighting Prabhas's ability to embody both innocence and aggression. Scheduled for a December 22nd theatrical release, the film also marks Neil and Prabhas's first collaboration. Spooler Sports In sports news, the BCCI is contemplating extending Rahul Dravid's coaching tenure by another two years, primarily aiming for his leadership during India's South Africa tour. With Dravid guiding the team to commendable performances, despite lacking an ICC trophy, BCCI voices advocate for continuity. Discussions with Dravid are ongoing, including plans for VVS Lakshman to coach initially. However, Dravid is contemplating multiple offers, including IPL roles, amidst the decision-making process. In more sports updates, football icon Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is primed for his inaugural journey to India, hosted by Manchester United fan and ace of pubs founder Tilak Gaurang Shah, spanning three cities from December 15th to 17th. Solskjaer, renowned globally and adored by Indian fans, boasts an impressive Manchester United legacy and aims to connect with fans in Bengaluru, Mumbai and Delhi, showcasing his legendary career and igniting football enthusiasm nationwide. Wrapping up sports news, the Syed Modi India International Badminton Championships suffered a major setback with the sudden withdrawal of India's top male shufflers, world number 8 HS Pranoy and world number 17 Lakshya Sen, downsizing the BWF World Super 300 event. Uttar Pradesh Badminton Association confirmed the late exits, impacting the tournament's strength as Pranoy and Sen cited injuries just before the draw's finalization. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for India's greenest festival, Echoes of Earth, and witness an exclusive musical journey with global artists like Len Faki, Jitwam, Mansur Brown, and Sid Sriram, alongside eco-friendly workshops and unique art installations. Happening at the Embassy International Riding School, Tarun Hunse Village, on the 2nd and 3rd of December at 1pm. Catch popular comic Vaiba Varora as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Mechanical Z Zindagi, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 3rd of December at 7.30pm. Join a beginner's art class with the exclusive guided painting workshop and enjoy a relaxing session conducted by ace art experts at the paint bar Sadashiv Nagar on the 3rd of December at 4pm. Interested in learning salsa? Join the beginner's dance class with the exclusive salsa dance workshop conducted by ace choreographers happening at Lahe Lahe Kodi Halli on the 3rd of December at 4pm. You can also catch the incredible Ashish Solanki in his latest outing, Good Boy Better Show, performing live at the Indicube Ashford Park View, Koramangla 3rd Block on the 2nd of December at 5pm and 8pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. Bengaluru can expect thunderstorms and rain in the afternoon with minimal precipitation. The day will range from a warm 26 degrees Celsius to an enjoyable low of 19 degrees Celsius. The maximum temperature of 27 degrees Celsius aligns with the typical November high. 
That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute podcast. The Bengaluru Commute podcast.